Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Um, we're gonna dive uh, right in today, um, man. I'm uh, this week. I'm excited. <laughs> uh, I'm excited for this new week coming up, man. Where if you're listening to this, you're probably listening on a Monday or a Tuesday, unless you're listening on a rerun like 20 years from now in the year 2040. But um, this week, I get to minister in person at the Healing School um, starting on Tuesday, the 26th at 9 a.m. If you're in Tampa and you um, want to receive from the anointing, if you want to uh, come and receive the Healing School's there for incurable diseases and and uh, everything to minor ailments to people who want to receive a touch from the Lord, people who want to learn more about um, the covenant of healing. But please feel free to come and join us and be a part of it. And maybe you just haven't been in church in a long time and you want to come and be around the body of Christ, but come and join us. You're welcome to. But I'm excited. I've, I was born to do this, so to get back out there and minister, there's nothing I would rather do this week than preach the gospel to people in person. Praise the Lord. Uh, I found this verse in Colossians, Colossians 1.29. Pretty simple verse, but it stood out to me, so I started to dive a little bit deeper. So we're going to talk about this today. A couple lessons to be learned here, but it says, Colossians 1.29, whereunto I also labor... Uh, striving according to his working, which works in me mightily. Um, I'll read it again. Whereunto I also labor. So we start off here with Paul talking about how he's at work, right? Striving according to his working, which works in me mightily. Pretty interesting um, uh, series of events here. You see Paul says, I labor, but then it's God laboring, but then it's God's laboring mightily in me. And so I guess the title of this one maybe um, is uh, the key to giving is receiving. So say that with me. Say the key to giving is receiving. As children of God, we have to remember, number one, is that everything we have comes from him. That Jesus said in John 15, uh, uh, verse 1 and 2, and it says, I am the vine, you are the branches. Um, if, except you abide in the vine, except you abide in me and my words remain in you. Um uh, well, the branch can, I, I'm getting mixed up between like three or four different verses here. A branch, you cannot bear fruit unless you abide in me, right? So um, our source is our connection to the Lord Jesus Christ. So if we're looking to give out, and really our time here on this earth is a time of giving out. I was listening to, I was reading an article about Francis Chan, and and he's not really someone I've listened to. I've, I read a book uh, by him that I really enjoyed on marriage, but I know doctrinally uh, our doctrines don't line up. So I don't really spend time listening and reading um, much from people who aren't Holy Ghost people. But um, he was talking about healing and he said, um, he said, you know, I didn't used to believe in healing. I used to mock healing. I was taught against it in Bible school. And, uh, and then I started seeing in the word that was real. And then I started calling out to God and he's like, and now I'm seeing people get healed. And he said at the end, he said, you know, my whole life, he's like, I'm not trying to live. He said, I see something in the church that I don't know things in the Bible. It's like people who just are trying to preserve their life and stay alive. And he said, I don't see that in the Bible. I say, if you love your life, uh, you'll lose it. But if you love not your life unto death, you'll find it. And so he said something, he said, every day I wake up, I just wake up and I'm not trying to stay alive. I'm paraphrasing. I'm not trying to stay alive. I'm trying to fulfill the call God has on my life. And I feel that way in my heart, man. I'm, I'm here to get the job done. There'll be a time, uh, maybe later on, you know, I've heard a rapper say, I'll, I'll rest when I'm dead. Um, I don't believe I will. I believe I'll work when I've uh, passed on from this earth into the next one. 
um, uh, th- this part of my, my time on earth. Uh, but it's time to work. Said all that to say, it's time to work. Whereunto I also labor, striving according to his working, which works in me mightily. But for us, the key to our success on this earth in doing what God has called us to do is to be people who receive. And so you can tell when people get into an anointing service, the ones who don't know how to receive. And so I want to give you some basic keys, some simple things to help you receive. Number one, is stay sensitive to the Holy Ghost. Stay sensitive to the Holy Ghost. You know, God is alive, and a relationship with Him is a living, breathing thing. It's not something where you, you check a you know check a checkbox. It's not your chore list. It's not, okay, I did the dishes and I did the trash. You know, there's disciplines I think are good. I think you have a relationship with the Word, and there can be a commitment, especially with young people. I believe just being committed to the Word, if you have a specific time of 20 minutes a day or 30 minutes a day in prayer time, I think those things go a long way to creating the right habits. But your relationship with the Lord is a living, breathing thing. So in the same way that I don't go talk to my wife and then like my watch goes off and then I'm like, okay, sweetie, we talked for 30 minutes, so hope you're happy. No, it's it's a living, breathing thing. God's alive. I'm alive. And so there's a relationship. And so I go into the relationship knowing that everything I need to do is is coming from Him. So Paul's saying here, whereunto I also labor, striving according to his working, which works in me mightily. This is similar to what Paul said. He said, I've worked harder than everybody. He said, but it wasn't me. It was the grace of God within me. He said, by the grace of God, I am what I am. He said, I worked harder than everybody, but it wasn't me. It was the grace of God within me. And so God, the work that God does is that God comes to work on the inside of us. If you step back two verses, it's in Colossians 1, it says, To whom God would make known what is the riches of the glory of this mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. So man, what a treasure. As born-again believers, we position our heart to say, God, I want to do what you've called me to do, but I know I don't do it in my own strength. This isn't here, I'm giving you your marching orders, now go and you stay back at base. Lord, I know that Christianity is that you go with me. And so for us, it's staying sensitive to the Holy Ghost to know when we need to slow down, to know when we need to be in the presence of God. This is how you avoid burnout, to know that there's times to come back to the presence of the Lord and just not work and at that and, and take a step back. That's what camp meetings are for, where people take the time off to get in the presence of God. Because, you know, there's an argument. It's like Jesus said, the poor you'll have with you always, right? The unsaved you'll have with you always. There's always going to be people who need to be born again, but you have to learn like an empty vessel can't give out. And so if you if you can't set aside time to be in the presence of God, man, it will never end. The devil will get you so panicked about the world that's going to hell that you, you will, oh, I can't sleep because people are dying out there. I mean, where does it end? But you learn, man, if I'm, if I'm a sponge and I'm trying to get something else wet, I have to have water in me. If I've been wrung out and I'm dry, I'm no good to anybody. And so you take a step back and you get into the anointing. And so you keep your heart in a place to say, Lord, I'm a constant receiver. I come around God looking to be filled up. And yes, it can be for meetings, but it can also be in my prayer time. It can be when I'm worshiping. It can be in the shower. You, know, you, you come and you stay sensitive to the Holy Ghost. And you listen for the voice of the Holy Spirit because He's the one who's there to lead you. So people get themselves in trouble when they get around, when they get into a, a, a disciplined schedule of doing something, but then they don't leave the vo- leave leave uh, room to hear the voice of the Holy Ghost. It's just done by their formula. And I'm all about discipline. I mean, that's 
that's kind of that's kind of my life. I'm disciplined. I run three times a week. I know what days I'm running this week. I know how far I'm going to run. I know what time I'm waking up. I know, you know, I'm a disciplined person. But it is it life as a Christian is yes. There's disciplines that I have, but I'm listening for the to voice of the Holy Ghost. And so the Holy Ghost then is is leading me and guiding me in everything I do. So I stay sensitive. Key number one: stay sensitive to the Holy Ghost. Key number two is when you're in a place and the anointing is of God is touching people. And I'm reminded of this because of this tonight's um, meeting of the Ministers Leaders Conference. Uh, when the anointing comes, your head doesn't help you. And so people struggle to yield. But you know what really the key is? It isn't, it isn't calling out to God like, God, I need... I, it isn't like this, this whole thing of like, man, I, I need to work up this emotion. It's yielding. It's saying, Holy Spirit, please come and touch me. There's a hunger in my heart. I'm setting aside everything else, but I'm putting my eyes on you. People, people keep their eyes fixed on everyone around them, on, on Lord, I have to, it has to look this way. No, you put your eyes on Jesus. Number two, after stay sense of the Holy Ghost, is put your eyes on Jesus. Jesus is the one that you're looking for. The anointing of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, people are like, oh, I need, I need God to give me a new anointing. You know, the anointing is the person of the Holy Spirit. He's the, Christ is the anointed one. And so it's, a, it's the Holy Spirit on the inside of you. And it's as you obey and as you draw near to Him that you're able to then pour out. And so you have to be able to get past your head. And sometimes it takes a while to figure that out. But it's, you know what actually helps me the most is that song from Frozen, Let It Go. You know, you can try, Lord, tonight's my night, I'm going to get some. And then you get in and you've worked yourself up and you've stressed yourself out. And God just says, all right, are you done? All right, just let it go and let me touch you. <laughs> are you done? You done? All right, let it go and let me t- and let me move in your heart. Let me move in your life. And so God is looking to to touch his people. And then number three is know that God is looking to touch you. God, the Bible says in Hebrews 11, that God is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. And it says you must know this because people come to God and they they act like, well, God is sovereign. Oh, you know, if God wants to touch me, he knows where I am. No, that's not how it works. The Bible says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst after righteousness. So for you, it's coming and just saying, God, I'm here. Do something in my life. And then the next point, and I, don't, I think I'm at point number four, is, is have, a, uh, have a purpose. If you don't have a purpose, there's no, per, there's no reason for you to have the anointing. It's like if, it's like if people came over to my house and we're going to do yard work, I would only hand a shovel to somebody who's going to work. If someone says, no, I don't think I'm going to work, I'm not handing them gloves and a shovel. The anointing is there, yes, as a relationship between you and the Lord, but it's there for a purpose. The, the anointing destroys the yoke of bondage. So if you're unwilling to preach the gospel, if you're unwilling to share your faith, if you're unwilling to, to, to take the anointing into the marketplace and, and be someone who's, who's giving, uh, you know, working to make money to give and not just working just so you can only give 10%. Like God's not looking to give you $10 million a year so you can give 10%. He's, you know, there'll be people who'll say, you know, God, I, I'm willing to live at this level. For me, I'm happy with 200000 a year. And Lord, everything above that, you can use it. Show me. Lord, I want it to be for your kingdom. People whose sole motivation is to see the kingdom of God advance on this earth. And so it's stay sensitive to the Holy Ghost. It's, it's yield, let it go, but then it's also have a purpose. God is looking for people of purpose. But I believe God wants to remind you, you that are listening, that it's time to stay sensitive to the Holy Ghost. 
Get close to the anointing. Don't be out of the anointing for long periods of time. You, by yourself, cultivate that. Take time. Even if you just say, I'm going to take an hour and I'm going to spend time just worshiping the Lord. Worship is such a key to get in the presence of God. It's when you can just forget about everything else and put your... If you say, you know, I've never been able to receive, I've never felt the presence of God. You know, I would challenge you. I would challenge you to take time and just set aside time. And you know, it's not about a certain response. It's about, it's about connecting with the Lord. It's about getting close to the Lord. The Bible says, draw near to me and I'll draw near to you. So it's not about, oh, I need to fall out like this person or laugh like this person. You just say, Lord, I've come to spend time in your presence and be thankful that as you spend time in the presence of God, you become more like God and the anointing will flood your life. You know, God is not someone who, who plays games. He doesn't, God doesn't flirt. He doesn't talk amor- uh, He doesn't talk amorously with no real intentions, right? God draws you in and he sees you come in, and then he wants to respond. He wants to fill you up. He wants you to have joy unspeakable. He wants you to have peace. He wants you to have, he wants you to be full of life. God is looking to use people. This is a time now where God is looking for people, people of his presence, people of his word, people of discipline, but people who are drawing near to receive, because the key to giving is receiving. If you want to have something to give, you've got to have, you've got to have come and receive. I love you. God bless you. Thanks for joining us.